Welcome to Voices from the Pews, the show that invites you to engage in conversations with Catholics of color and those who are part of communities of non-European origin, so that we can get to know more about each other's faith, experiences, and stories. I'm your host, Lorna DeRose. Hello, friends. In today's episode, we dive into a momentous event in the life of the church that brought together about 3,000 Black Catholics from around the United States, including several people from the Archdiocese of Boston this past July. Today, I will share some of my impressions of the 13th National Black Catholic Congress with you. It all began with a warm welcome. On the evening before the start of Congress 13, as my husband and I arrived at the main entrance of the National Harbor Hotel in National Harbor, Maryland, we heard a booming voice calling out, Hey, Robert! Rob! Hey, Lorna! Then there he was, lay evangelist Richard Lane, coming towards us with warm smiles and big hugs. This amazing welcome set the tone for the next few days. I saw old friends and new ones. It was like a family reunion. Dare I say it was a family reunion? It was great to see Sister Marsha Hall of the Oblate Sisters of Providence and Nate Tinner Williams from the Black Catholic Messenger, who were guests of the pod several episodes back. I had an opportunity to meet some brilliant theology students and so many people from various apostolates and organizations too numerous to name here. What is the National Black Catholic Congress and what is its legacy? The National Black Catholic Congress has deep historical roots. It was founded in the latter part of the 19th century by journalist Daniel Rudd, along with other Black Catholics, to address significant issues of concern to them within the church and society. The first gathering was held in Washington, D.C. in 1889 and was attended by 100 men, including the Venerable Father Augustus Tolton, the first publicly acknowledged Black priest in the U.S. After a hiatus of nearly a century, it resumed in 1987 and has been happening every five years. The stated mission of the NBCC is to improve and enrich the lives of Black Catholics in collaboration and cooperation with the Black bishops of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. One of the features of each gathering is the development of a pastoral plan to serve Black Catholics and to address issues important to them. And that pastoral plan is to be shared and implemented within archdioceses and dioceses around the country. So let me share some highlights. Each day was filled with morning prayer, the sacrament of reconciliation, adoration, liturgies, and a myriad of informative breakout sessions on topics such as healthcare, evangelization, the role of the laity in the church, the six Black Americans being considered for sainthood, to be Black, Catholic, and pro life, 
Eric Stiles and Emily Strand from the podcast Meet Father Rivers presented a workshop about the late Father Clarence Rivers, who led the way in the enculturation of African-American culture and music within the liturgy. There was a workshop on what we have seen and heard, the pastoral letter on evangelization by the U.S. Black bishops. In addition to these wonderful offerings, there was a robust youth and young adult track. Lastly, I had the opportunity to present about Black Catholics with disabilities within the church. I will share more about that with you in a future episode. One of the most incredible experiences I have had was during the opening Eucharistic liturgy at the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C. The excitement was palpable as people settled into the pews and the Mass began. There were so many deacons, priests, and bishops processing in, and as many times as I have witnessed this, I am still so moved by the number of Black clergy as well as clergy of other ethnicities who participate in this Mass. In his homily, Cardinal Wilton Gregory highlighted the remarkable achievements of the six Black Catholics being considered for sainthood, who persevered in their faith in God and were not deterred in doing what God was calling them to do. And so today they inspire us to embrace our calling despite the difficulties we face. At the closing Mass, there were a great number of deacons, priests, seminarians, as well as several bishops on the altar. Bishop Roy Campbell invited those considering a vocation to the priesthood or to consecrated life to come forward for a blessing. Several people came forward and were prayed for. Bishop John Ricard, Superior General of the Josephites, during his homily, implored us to keep the fire burning, to bring what we gained from Congress back to our communities, parishes, and dioceses. We ought not to allow the flame of Congress to die out. In conclusion, the National Black Catholic Congress was an uplifting opportunity to deepen our faith and be encouraged to embrace our role as missionary disciples who share what we have seen and heard during those four days with everyone in our parishes and dioceses. Thank you for joining me for this episode about Congress 13. I hope you enjoyed listening. Did you attend Congress this year? Have you ever attended? Please reach out and share your thoughts and experiences with us. Send an email to Voices from the Pews podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and now Threads at Voices from the Pews to stay updated on our latest episodes. Looking forward to being with you in two weeks for our next episode. Until then, may God bless and keep you. Thank you for listening to Voices from the Pews. Produced by Lorna DeRose. Audio editing and post-production by Bryn Lee. Music composed and performed by André Lui. Social media presence boosted by Jacqueline Brunache. May God bless and keep you until next time.